Hello, everyone. It is Free Kayla, the host of the Big Kids Podcast, a podcast that encourages you to ask strangers in the grocery store really rude questions. We're here trying to figure out something about adulthood. Who knows what it is because we're all confused and our parents failed us. Hey, it's me. It's Kayla. And you might be really surprised that I am back even recording more, but I'm going to be on it. I know I say this every single year and then all of a sudden I disappear. So if I disappear, just go follow me on Instagram or TikTok at FreeKayla and you will see uh, probably just whatever mental breakdown I am going through at the moment. Or who knows? I might just be out of the country. I seem to do that. In the last podcast episode, I had kind of touched down a little bit on hobbies and how hustle culture is just like literally robbing us of the enjoyment of even having a hobby. Because if you do anything and you're even slightly good at it, monetize it. And it's so aggressive. And I just wanted to talk about this and also just in regards to mental health and just look at some statistics and also bring ourselves some gentleness and together we can be gentle on ourselves and just be proud of the fact that we're good at something and we're allowed to just enjoy it without constantly trying to twist it into some type of money-making machine. I've been really trying to make it just a joy to do the hobbies that I like doing. I had mentioned about being an artist and my dad always pressuring me that I was going to be wasted potential if I didn't pursue art because I had a talent. And I know I have a talent with it, but it's just not what I want to do. It doesn't foster the same. It's, it's something just for enjoyment to cut it down and make it as simple as possible. I do it because I enjoy it. It's a time for my head to just be quiet. And if I turned it into a job, I just know that I would resent it. And I think a lot of people that are talented in many industries and many different things can understand this, especially people that just want to do their hobby for fun. As soon as you try to monetize it, it becomes this exhausting job that you never even asked for. And of course, you're always pressuring yourself like, oh, I know that I have a serious talent and I should probably monetize it. And if you do, good for you. I'm not against side hustles. I love myself some money making, but we're so hard on ourselves and we put so much pressure on ourselves to make money. And it's like making a rock bleed or whatever that statement is. I'm never good at any type of thing like that. Camels and needles and backs and hay. But it's hard to, you're pretty much forcing yourself to create work that you never even asked for. I really want to talk about hustle culture and just monetizing your hobbies and how it's such a trap. And speaking of traps, I found this wonderful blog post from Molly Conway. It's posted on repeller.com. And she, the name of it is The Modern Trap of Turning Hobbies into Hustles. And I just want to read out a few pieces from this that I was like, wow, yeah, that resonates. Especially if you are a starving artist that's okay with starving. You got to listen to this. So Molly writes, Last year at a friend's wedding, I sat across from the perfect dress. Rendered in a warm, dusky orange and a just-revealing enough neckline, it hugged every curve of the cousin of the groom as we chatted. When I mentioned it, she beamed. Thanks, it has pockets, she replied, because of course it did. And something about the way she touched the hem made me ask if she made it. And if she was beaming before, now she was radiant. Yes, she replied. I said, it's gorgeous. Do you have an Etsy shop or... And suddenly, it was like all the light went out of the room. She looked down despairingly. No, she sighed. Everyone keeps telling me I should, but I just wouldn't know where to start. And I recognized the look of a woman suddenly overwhelmed by people's expectations of her. You don't have to, I assured her. 
You can do something you love just because you love it. And suddenly the sentence that both of us needed to hear came out of my mouth. You don't have to monetize your joy. Okay, boom. I think we all needed to hear that. She also said that we live in the era of the hustle, of following our dreams until the end and then pushing ourselves more. And every time we feel beholden to capitalize on the rare places where our skills and our joys intersect, we underline the idea that financial gain is the ultimate pursuit. If we're good at it, we should sell it. And if we're good at it and we love it, we should definitely sell it. Molly also says that whenever I have some time to myself, I panic. Unstructured time, especially spent alone, is phenomenally rare in my life and I feel an overwhelming obligation to make good use of it. Molly, thank you. This is amazing. And I think it really resonates with a lot of us. It definitely resonates with me. And I've been just like churning over this thought of monetizing my gifts and this intense, overwhelming feeling of pressure that I'm putting on myself. And honestly, that a lot of the world is putting on as well. Our parents put this pressure on us as soon as they see something that we're even slightly skilled at. It's like they jump on it. And we've seen this before, even not even just artistically, but Technically, people are, if you're really good with technology, your parents are all of a sudden like, well, you should go into computer science. Or if you can throw a ball pretty good, all of a sudden you're the main football player. I don't know what a main football player is, a quarterback, but it's just this pressure that gets put on us. And all of a sudden we're identified by this box, even though maybe we just really like using computers and sure we're good at coding, but that doesn't mean we want to be coders. I've been wanting to find some kind of quietness over the past couple of months. And I'm especially kind of drilling into that right now at this point in my life where instead of doing something because I know it's going to create work for me or it's going to push me forward, I just want to take that veil off and just sit in the enjoyment of being a human being and the enjoyment of being able to create and design and listen to music and even watching TV. I just, I, I don't want to be so hard on myself. Maybe I just want to be goalless for a little bit. Maybe I just don't want to achieve anything for the next little bit. I know that I probably still will because I am the biggest achiever ever and a narcissist. But I just want to take some of that pressure off and just remove it and just take that burden of needing to make money off of the things that I just basically enjoy off of my back. And we're starting to just spread ourselves so thin. I know I spread myself a little bit too thin because most of the time I'm trying to monetize hobbies that I have and maybe nobody even wants to buy it. And then what? You're disappointed in the fact that you failed at doing something that you never really wanted to do in the first place. And then there's that pressure too is that we just feel like we need to overcome it with more achievement, but sometimes the drive isn't even there to do it. To be entirely transparent about this podcast, I don't make any money off of it. Like maybe I have a few times, but I don't like make any kind of consistent income from it that generates anything big. And that's okay because I literally just like sitting here and talking and getting all of my feelings out in a cohesive space. And even if nobody listens, at least it's just out. I can't be burdening everybody else with all my thoughts. I got too many freaking thoughts up here. And I think that's why it was so hard continuing was because there was this big pressure of like, oh, I want to monetize this. I should be making money off of this. I'm putting in hours and effort. And then at the end of the day, I just have to sit back and think, I just enjoy it. It's just enjoyable and it's okay. It's like a little gift to yourself. And I think we're so bad for thinking of our time as money. I know I'm bad for that. I've even been transactionary with relationships with people and being like, well, my time is money. I'm sitting here having a conversation when I could be making money. How gross. 
What a gross thought pattern. And I don't think that that process of thinking came from just fundamentally being a bad person that doesn't care to be around people. It came from this intense pressure to constantly be generating some kind of income and not allowing ourselves to just sit and breathe and enjoy things that we enjoy without feeling some kind of force that wants us to move on to the next thing and to make more money and to do this and to get more structured. And it's just so much. And we're already overwhelmed. You know, we're so overwhelmed with the things that are just happening in society in general that we don't even get a moment to process that. So we're not getting moments to process huge things that past generations wouldn't even know were happening if they were happening. But we are just inundated with all of this information constantly and people's opinions. And, you know, I listen to people's opinions all the time. I love podcasts. Clearly, you love podcasts. And which is okay. But there's so much that is just forcing us and fighting for our attention. And then our hobbies are fighting for our attention. And especially if you're just so happen to be quite skilled in something, then all of a sudden you feel this guilt of doing something you're skilled in and love to do. And you feel guilty that you're not turning it into something bigger when it never asked to even be bigger. It just asked for your time. Another aspect, and I think this is also just a personal hypothesis, I don't have any actual sound statistics that go with this, but, you know, a hundred years ago, you were really only exposed to the hobbies that were just exposed to you in general. You know, you didn't have this endless access to the internet where you could hone in on new skills and learn new things so accessibly. So back then, you would have a hobby and that would be the hobby, or you would have a few hobbies, but it wasn't this constant new things that you could be doing. And I don't know, for me, attention deficit, I love new hobbies. My my hobby is just finding new hobbies. I want to I want to do everything, literally anything in the world. I would be a thousand people if I could. And a lot of them that I pick up, I'm garbage at. I'm just dog garbage. I don't know what dog garbage is. I wanted to say dog shit, but it just was dog garbage. My dog looks so incredibly offended by that statement. And I apologize for saying dog garbage. But aside from being dog garbage at some things, I sometimes I'm quite skilled in other things that really surprise me. And I'm not going to take that hobby that I just randomly fumbled upon and be like, my skill. Life calling, I better make money off of this. I don't want to be the master of one. I want to be pretty good at a lot of things and try new things and not beat myself up if I totally abandon a hobby. I don't want to feel pressured to do art when I don't paint for months. I don't want to be pressured to do a podcast when I don't record for months. I don't want to be pressured to do a lot of things when I just decide I don't want to do it anymore. And that's okay. I think my dad would be kind of mad at that statement, but I don't care, father. Facts. Hobbies are incredibly fruitful for our mental health, and they're just a moment for us to get out of our heads and get out of our normal lives and be able to do something that we feel is great and have something to just like look at and know. Sometimes I like to crochet. I get all in my grandma element, and it's so enjoyable, but I'm not about to become like the best crocheter that's ever walked the planet. There's too many grandmas that would fight me physically over that, and their hips just couldn't take the backlash. But before recording this, I watched, uh, her name's China, China Channel on YouTube, and she has a video that's called Why You Shouldn't Monetize Your Hobbies and Passions, How Having Hobbies Can Make You Happier. And one of the things that she suggests that I think is really amazing information and just really great advice is if you're looking for a hobby and it's something that you don't want to monetize, but you just want something that you enjoy and just something to get you in that headspace, think back on your childhood. 
go back into what you loved as a kid. You guys know me. I loved warrior cats as a kid. I would probably be pretending I'm a cat on the internet any day now because that was my hobby as a child. And I think that that is such sound and wonderful advice to go back to when you were a kid. You enjoyed those things for a reason. And I can almost guarantee that you'd probably still enjoy them now. And who told us that the hobbies and the enjoyments of what we had as a kid just need to suddenly end? When did I all of a sudden become a big kid and be like, whoa, what's happening? I'm no longer into warrior cats. You bet your bottom dollar I'm still into warrior cats. That's badass. China also points out the like the the benefits that you get from having hobbies, becoming a more well-rounded person, getting exposed to more information, getting exposed to new skills, crafting new skills, learning new things, becoming social, meeting new people. Those are all important things that we just miss out on because we rob ourselves of the importance of having something that doesn't need to make money. I would also like to disclaim I have the Canadian rise. That's where you, I don't know, you you are letting somebody know that you're done talking once you go higher. It's exactly like that. So sometimes I think it sounds like I might be mad and also I'm just really passionate. So if it sounds like I'm yelling at you, don't worry. I'm not yelling at you. I love you. All the kisses. But in regards to us doing some financial therapy over the past couple episodes, I think that we should do a little bit of maybe monetizing our hobbies therapy right now. And we can just look at our hobbies with a little bit of relative simplicity. What did we like doing as a kid? What did you enjoy doing as a kid? Pause this for a second and just like meditate on that a little bit. What brought you joy as a kid? What did you naturally gravitate towards? What was something that just really got y'all pumped up? All right, you thought about it a little bit? You thinking back to being a kid, probably getting a little bit emotional because I know I am. I guess what's stopping you from dabbling in it a little bit? There there was no reason for us to just all of a sudden grow up and have to abandon who we were because somewhere deep down, you're still the same person. It's just so unusual. Sometimes I look at childhood and it's almost like looking at a different person. But then when I think back to the actual memories of being there, I'm like, no, that was just me. Just me enjoying all the weird things that I like to do and never apologizing for it. Never, you know, me as a kid, if if I was playing Warrior Cats online, what, how would I even monetize that? Why would, I wouldn't put that pressure on her. I wouldn't go back in time and look at myself as a kid crocheting and playing Warrior Cats and being a little bit weirdly into World War II and I wouldn't be like, you should probably make money off of this. You should probably, what are you doing? Wasted potential. I would never say that. And the thought of even confronting little Kayla or any little child and putting that kind of pressure on a kid just is wrong. So why am I doing it to myself now? Why are you doing it to yourself right now? You have the permission and you need to give yourself the permission to be able to do whatever you want and not make money off of it and do whatever you want. And as soon as someone puts the pressure on you, just tell them, you know what, back off. If if you like my skills so much and you think I should sell them, why don't you go hone your craft? Why don't you sell those skills? We don't have to put such labor intensity on ourselves just because we're good at something. We're allowed to be good at something and be free to do it as much or as little as we want and not bat an eye. We're allowed to just wake up one day and be like, I want to paint a giant painting and not think about how am I going to advertise this painting? Who's going to buy this? What's my What's my potential customer base here? And the same goes for social media. Even if you have monetized your side hustles, sometimes I find social media is the biggest thing. 
I've monetized a few of my side hustles just because, you know what, okay, the pressure was there. But now there's extra pressure on just getting it on social media. And you know what, whatever. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to post when I want to post and I want to live my life. And we're all entitled to the right of gentleness on ourselves and the right to reflect on things and to enjoy things that we've always enjoyed and enjoy new things and not have to worry about there being any kind of income generated out of it. I used to be so incredibly hard on myself, especially after graduating high school and kind of getting into the workforce. And I was so hard on myself because I was like, I don't have like one thing that I'm really passionate about. There's nothing that just really grinds my gears and I just want to jump into and do for the rest of my life. And why? Why was I ever even thinking that? Why did I think I had to choose something to do for the rest of my life? And you know what? In retrospect, thank God I didn't choose anything and I just got paralyzed because I'm sure whatever I chose at that point I wouldn't have liked right now. It's okay to not have one specific passion that you dedicate your whole life to. And you know what? Screw it. It's okay to quit your job if you just don't like it. It's okay to do whatever you want. We feel like there's a thousand eyes just peering in on us, watching every single move we do, and we're so afraid to mess up, and we're so afraid to make the wrong decision. And at the end of it all, no matter what decision you make, you're never going to know the alternatives. You're never going to know what would have turned out any other way. So why does it matter? A book that I absolutely love that kind of ties into this is The Midnight Library. It's by Matt Haig. It's a relatively short book, but it's about Nora, who she dies and she goes into this midnight library and she can pick any book off the shelf with any possibility of what her life might have turned out as if she would have, you know, changed a regret or if she wouldn't have done this or if she would have done this. And it's just, it's a really compelling book. I suggest to anyone to read it because it's a wonderful take on how at the end of it all, our choices and the choices we think we could have made probably weren't the right ones anyways. And the grass is always going to be greener if the only grass you're looking at isn't real grass. Or maybe the grass really is quite green, but either way, it's probably not good for the environment around it, and it might be killing the bees. But you know me and my rambling. Either way, I think this might be the end of this episode. I don't know for sure. Yes, it's the end. So I want to leave you with this, maybe a few questions, a few just like little thought itchers. I'm trying to itch your brain a little bit, but I want you to think about the hobbies that you have and how you feel your relationship is with them. Like, do you feel as though you're feeling forced to make an income off of them or do you just want to enjoy them? Or if you do want to make an income off of them, good. That's totally your choice. And I want you to maybe go back to child you and just chat with them for a bit and see what they enjoy doing, what was so great. And don't you dare try to tell them to monetize. They can't even do their taxes yet. But either way, thank you for joining me. You can follow me on all social media platforms at FreeKayla. And also my website is live. It's www.clubwild.ca. Totally unrelated hobby that I'm monetizing. Just kidding. It's not my hobby that I'm monetizing. Either way, I love you guys so much. Have the most wonderful week ever. You deserve the best things and you deserve so much joy and you're wonderful. And if you ever need to chat or you ever got questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm around chronically online, so I'll be there.